Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Thursday, April 27th, 2023. Thursday, April 27th, 2023. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Um, in, in case you're just joining me, you're a newbie. Uh, Slava Ukraine and Heroium Slava. Uh, Slava Ukraine is uh, uh, glory uh, to Ukraine. And the proper response to that is Heroium Slava, which means, uh, I think, glory to the heroes or something like that in, in, in Ukrainian, in case you're curious what that means. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast, that's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? Because I really do appreciate you. Uh, if you can, bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. And you can tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And thank you for coming again. Really nice of you. I, get, I You know, I work hard for you. I get up 3 in the morning. This morning I got up at 2.30. So anyway. Uh, we're going to start with, uh, as usual, with the uh, uh, Ukraine-Russia war news. Uh, remember the, uh, that drone we talked about that was found just outside of Moscow on the outskirts? Uh, I think, did we talk about that yesterday or the day? I think it was yesterday. Uh, according to reporting, it was packed with 17 kilos of explosives meant to take out Putin. Now, in, in, in case you're... you're uh, Kilo challenged, there's 2.2 pounds per kilo. So do the math. 2.2 times 17, which is, what is that, 38? Something like that? I don't know. 38 pounds. Uh, uh, the German news outlet, Bild, citing unnamed sources. And I and I know nothing about this uh, German news outlet. I know nothing about Bild. So I don't know if they're the equivalent of, uh, I don't know, the New York Post. You know, they could be completely garbage. Uh, the German news outlet uh, Bild, citing unnamed sources, claimed today that Russian authorities are trying to keep the failed attack by Ukraine a secret. The alleged attack, according to Bild, took place on Sunday when Russian media reported that a drone had crashed in a village not far from Rodnevo Industrial Park, where Putin was rumored to be planning a visit. Uh, Yuri Romanenko, a Ukrainian activist, had tweeted a day after the drone crash, claiming there was much more to the story than that which had been reported. Romanenko said, Last week, our intelligence officers received information about Putin's trip to the industrial park in Rodnevo. Accordingly, information, uh, accordingly, our guys launched a kamikaze drone that flew through all the air defenses of the Russian Federation and fell not far from the industrial park. So, I don't know if it's true yet, but that could have been an attempt on Putin's life. <clears throat> Which means he's going to be in his bunker and his double will take his place in the future. <laughs> As the other news reports are saying. Uh, the Kremlin says it welcomes anything that could end the Ukraine conflict. When, uh, when asked about a phone call between Chinese President Xi Jinping and Ukraine's uh, President Vladimir Zelensky, uh, Kremlin spokespuppet Dmitry Pesky Peskov said Russia was familiar with the details of what the two leaders had discussed and that their stances on the conflict were well known. 
asked if Russia and China had dis discussed restoring Ukraine to its 1991 borders during a recent visit to uh, uh, recent visit to Moscow by the Chinese leader. Pesky Peskov said there was no discussion of that. Of course, the 1991 borders would include Crimea as part of Ukraine. Uh, Prime Minister Denis Shmuel says he has invited Pope Francis to visit Ukraine and discussed Kiev's formula for peace during talks at the Vatican. Shmuel also told a news conference in Italy that a phone call between the leaders of China and Ukraine on Wednesday had been very productive and could prove a very positive beginning for future relations. Uh, Russia's Wagner Group says it will suspend artillery fire in Bakhmut to allow Ukrainian forces to safely show the city to visiting U.S. journalists. In an audio message published uh, by the press service on Telegram, Yevgeny Prigozhin said a decision has been taken to sp suspend artillery fire so that American journalists can safely film Bakhmut and go home. He also warned... Uh, the Ukrainian side not to try to bring in extra forces under cover of the journalist's visit. One person was killed and 23 were wounded in a Russian missile attack on an apartment block and houses in Mykolaiv. Uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky uh, said on Telegram, at night, Russia bombarded Mykolaiv with four caliber missiles launched from the Black Sea. The high-precision weapons were aimed at private houses, a historic building, and a high-rise building. For now, we know about one dead and 23 wounded, including a child. A Kiev governor, Vitaly Kim, said emergency services put out several fires caused by the missile debris. Uh, overnight, Russians in and around St. Petersburg woke up to the sounds of an explosion that reportedly left a massive crater at an old, um, uh, at an old thermal uh, power station. The investiga uh, investigating committee confirmed the blast after residents of Russia's second largest city flooded social sites with panicked messages about the blast. Investigators say the explosion in Pavlovsk 19 miles from uh, St. Petersburg, was caused by an unidentified device at the site of an old unused thermal power station. Uh, St. Petersburg, right up there, uh, not far from the mouth of the, uh, the uh, Baltic, right? And uh, not far from, uh, what is that? Is that not, not uh, uh, Finland, of course. Uh, 50 miles from Finland, maybe. Uh, St. Petersburg is right on the edge of Russia, Way, way northern, north, near near the Arctic Circle. Or in the Arctic Circle, near the edge of the Arctic Circle. Uh, again, it happened. Interfax reported a Russian court has fined the Wikimedia Foundation, which owns Wikipedia, 2 million rubles, which is about uh, just under $25,000, for not deleting banned content. Uh, um... Re, uh, related to the uh, banned content, content related to the Russian military. This was the seventh fine imposed on Wikimedia in 2023 for not removing prohibited information. Uh, the fines now total 8.4 million rubles. Um, and now that I have your attention, oh, finally, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. 
And let's start with the House of Representatives. Finally, House Democrats are saying what you and I have been saying for as long as I can remember. As we talked about, House Leader Kevin McCarthy introduced his budget bill that would destroy the environment and destroy the lives of the poor and squeeze the middle class. Before introducing the bill to the House floor for a vote, nearly 200 House Democrats signed a letter imploring Republican deficit hawks to drop their demands and pass a clean hike of the budget, of the debt ceiling, rather. The letter pointed out that uh, congressional Republicans voted to raise the debt ceiling without preconditions or crisis on three separate occasions under Donald Trump and urged them to do the same on this occasion. Democratic lawmakers also reminded McCarthy what you and I have been saying numerous times. McCarthy recently uh, described the national debt as the greatest threat to our, our, our future, uh, uh, that congressional Republicans voted to pass the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017, which the Congressional Budget Office, the CBO, estimated would increase the federal deficit by $1.9 trillion over 10 years. And we keep on talking about that. Remember, we keep on talking about 2017, Trump cut taxes to the rich. Um, I, I mean, it wasn't entirely to the rich. <laughs> Not entirely. of the law's benefits estimated to accrue to the richest 1% by 2027. Uh, The rest is for the poor. (laughs) Distributed among uh, the the richest 1%, which is like a few thousand people, right? Uh, Representative uh, Alexandria uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC rocks. Uh, She recently mentioned in tax cuts in 2017 passed by the other side of the aisle, we see wonderful tax cuts for yacht owners and private jets. But in order to balance our budget now, we're talking about cuts to SNAP, to food out of babies' mouths, instead of actually re-examining the inequities within our tax system. And don't forget... What you and I also talked about on the first day of the new Congress. The the letter also notes this. It's about time they started listening to us, right? The letter notes this. The first act of the House Republicans in the 118th Congress was passing legislation which Democrats... uh, um, uh, Passing legislation which Democrats unanimously opposed to rescind funding for IRS enforcement against tax evasion by wealthy individuals and large corporations. And and we've talked about this. The the IRS can't spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in attorneys to go after these rich who spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to protect millions of dollars in, in tax evasion. And that's what the money was for. That's what this extra, what was it, 84 million? Was it 84 million? I forget. Uh, uh, 84 billion. How much was it? Anyway, you can look it up. Uh, all this uh, uh, money was used, was going to be used to go after the rich tax dodgers. The CBO estimated that by reducing the revenue uh, that the legislation uh, uh, removing the, the, uh, the tax money, 
that uh, reducing the revenue, that legislation would increase the deficit by $114 billion over 10 years. McCarthy passed his debt ceiling bill through the House yesterday by a party line vote squeaking by 217 to 215 uh, with Democrats unifying to vote against it. Every Democrat voted against it. McCarthy said yesterday, Senator Chuck Schumer, if he thinks he's got a plan, put it on the floor. See if you can pass it. I am sure Chuck will take the invite and put something on the floor to embarrass McCarthy. It won't pass. It won't pass because Republicans will block it. But it, <laughs> if it did pass, that would be hilarious, though. Uh, moving on. In that noose tightening around that bright orange neck in the latest boost to a federal criminal investigation examining Trump's and others' actions after the 2020 election, Trump has lost an emergency attempt to block former Vice President Mike Pence from testifying about their direct conversations. The former president has repeatedly tried and failed to close off some answers from witnesses close to him in the special counsel's investigation. This latest order from the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals likely will usher in Pence's grand jury testimony very quickly. The decision from judges Patricia Millay, Robert Wilkins, and Greg Katsas on the D.C. Circuit came in a sealed case last night. No dissents were noted on the public docket. Uh, Trump could still appeal to the Supreme Court, but he already has in a similar case and lost decidedly. I think it was I think it was seven to two. Moving on. Oh, and and, and of, of course, uh, Pence said he would talk to them, uh, um, but certain things he would leave out. Anyway. We just talked about it yesterday, but apparently Trump didn't listen and didn't shut up like we told him. In the E. Jean uh, Carroll battery and defamation trial against Trump, the judge warned Trump's counsel about comments Trump made on social media about the case, uh, specifically True Social, of course. Uh, Carroll's attorney, Roberta Kaplan, outside the presence of uh, the jury, flagged to federal district judge Lewis Kaplan a post Trump made on his social media site, True Social, earlier yesterday about the lawsuit. The post called the suit a scam and mentioned DNA on Carol's dress that she alleges she was wearing at the time Trump allegedly forcibly raped and groped her in a Manhattan luxury department store dressing room in the mid-1990s. Trump said in the post, The E. Jean Carroll's case, Ms. Bergdorf Goodman, is a made-up uh, scam. Uh, her lawyer is a political operative financed by a big political donor that said didn't exist only to get caught lying about that. Just look at her CNN interview before and after the commercial break, like a different person. She said there was a dress using the old Monica Lewinsky stuff. Then she didn't want to produce it. The dress should be allowed to be part of the case. This is a fraudulent and false story. Witch hunt! His, his typical witch hunt thing. Uh, you know what? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be a warlock hunt? 
I mean, if, if Republicans are really against trans, wouldn't it be a warlock hunt? Anyway, uh, Trump has denied the allegations. Uh, Judge Kaplan warned Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, that the statement and any further statements about the case could open Trump up to a new source of potential liability. And I wonder what kind of li- I wonder if he, uh, the judge can slap Trump with sanctions. He can do that. Uh, Tacopina said he would ask his client to refrain from any further comments about the case. The judge had previously asked the lawyers to tell clients and witnesses to refrain from making statements that are likely to incite violence or civil unrest and to refrain from making comments that could have the potential to jeopardize the safety of individuals or the rule of law. As you and I said, Trump is too stupid and didn't listen. Uh, e. Jean Carroll will take the stand today to be cross-examined. Moving on. Okay, what is the best way to silence opposition? Uh, we talked about it. <laughs> Pass rules or laws that say they aren't allowed to speak. Putin did this, right? And has since jailed opposition. Silencing opposition is primarily a Republican tactic. They will stop people from voting. They will stop you from making legislation to protect people's rights. They will make rules to silence you. That happened yesterday. And I truly believe the ACLU will get involved in this case. Yesterday. In fact, I think they have. Uh, Yesterday. Montana's first transgender lawmaker, State Representative Zoe Zephyr, was barred from entering the House floor as a Republican majority voted in favor of formally disciplining her over remarks she made last week about a ban on gender-affirming health care. Silencing the voice of 11,000 people, right? That's what they did. The House voted 68 to 32 along party lines to bar Zephyr from the House floor just over a week after she told Republicans that she would have blood, that they would have blood on their hands if they supported a ban on gender-affirming care for use. I, you know, use who need gender-affirming uh, care are, uh, if they don't get it, they are likely to, more likely to commit suicide. So it's true. It's true that it would cause more suicides. Uh, since Zephyr's comments last Tuesday, she has has not been recognized by the House Speaker, Matt Regier, who has demanded Zephyr apologize. Yesterday, she spoke on the House floor for the first time, uh, time since being silenced by the GOP because she was, uh, to be, she was allowed to defend her right to speak for the people. She said... We have seen bills targeting our art forms, our books, our history, and our, our health care. And I rose up in defense of my community speaking to harms that these bills bring. If you use decorum to silence people who hold you accountable, then all you are doing is using decorum as a tool for oppression. And she's right. She's absolutely right. I hope this will be challenged on First Amendment grounds. It should be. 
It should be. And and the the house leadership should be spanked for this. And the and and the court, even even the Supreme Court in in Montana should spank them for this. And I imagine someone will show that Republicans have used the same blood on your hand statement themselves. I've I've done it, I've done an exhaustive search. I haven't found it yet. Someone is going to find where they have used because blood on your hands is a common term. And if you think right-wing sociopath Republicans haven't used that term to uh, fight against abortion, come on, you know it has happened. Moving on Uh, to something also insane. Oh, man, this is really silly. A former advisor to Trump, the head of the Texas Department of Agricultural uh, Agriculture, Commissioner Sid Miller, uh, released a memo on dress code and grooming. It states, employees are expected to comply with this dress code in a manner consistent with their biological gender. While Western apparel is acceptable attire for women, no excessive cleavage can be shown and, and skirts should be within four inches of the knees. I, can, can, I, can I have the job of measuring skirts, skirt hems? Can I do that? <laughs> oh, God, this is the stupidest thing I ever heard. Uh, grooming standards include no um, unnatural neon or fluorescent hair colors. And no nose, lip, or other facial piercings. Wow. I cannot wait to see these lawsuits that are going to come. You know, on a hot summer day, I might decide to wear a dress. I mean, you know, it's a lot cooler than jeans and a button-down shirt. Come on. Jeans are hot. I mean, I look good in jeans, but you know. A dress might be okay on a hot summer day. This guy is a sick religious fuck who needs to be culled from humanity. Uh, Brian uh, Klosterbauer, an attorney with the ACLU of Texas, told the Texas Tribune that the dress code violates the First Amendment, uh, Amendment's right to free expression and the Equal Protection Clause, as well as Title VII's prohibition of employment discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. He said... State agencies should be focused on doing their jobs and not discriminating against their own employees and trying to make political statements through their agency regulations. There is no important governmental interest that that this can meet. I, you know what? Let's throw some history out there. Let me just, just right off the top of my head. I, I don't know if you know this. Did you know that that high heels were originally menswear? Can somebody mention to Mr. Miller that high heels were originally made for men and that I expect him to be wearing high heels on his next day at work? Can somebody mention that to him? (laughs) I'd appreciate it. Uh, Moving on. Uh, You all saw the 1983 legendary movie war games right with matthew broderick uh, uh, ali sheedy right it was ali sheedy i think um 
Great movie. A little outdated. It really is. I mean, you look at it now and you're like, really? That That's a computer? <laughs> the Whopper. That was the name of the computer. The War Operation Plan Response. Uh, and, and it was an it was an AI compu- computer uh, computer. In the movie, the AI has control of U.S. nuclear weapons and is about to launch a nuclear attack. Could this happen? I, we've been talking a lot about AI lately, right? That was the question that Congress asked itself yesterday. The Block Nuclear Launch by Autonomous Artificial Intelligence Act, introduced by Senator Ed Markey. From Massachusetts, Representatives uh, Ted Lieu of California, Don Beyer of Virginia, and uh, Ken Buck, Republican of Colorado, asserts that any decision to launch a nuclear weapon should be uh, should not be made by AI. And of course, Ken Buck, the only Republican co-signer to the bill, would know since he is in Colorado, where the fictional Whopper computer was based. You know, Cheyenne Mountain, Colorado. Uh, and NORAD is actually based in Colorado Springs. Uh, NORAD used to be uh, based in Cheyenne Mountain, but now it's in Colorado Springs. Everybody knows they had to leave there because, the you know, Stargate's in there. Right? <laughs> uh, current U.S. policy is to maintain a human in the loop for all actions critical to informing and executing decisions by the president to initiate and terminate nuclear weapon employment. The bill would code, uh, codify that policy so that no federal funds could be used to launch a nuclear weapon uh, or select or engage targets for the purpose of launching nukes. Uh, Senator Ed Markey said in a statement, As we live in an increasingly digital age, we need to ensure that humans hold the power alone to command, control, and launch nuclear weapons, not robots. Uh, Though, at a certain time, I would probably trust robots more than humans, depending on the human. Uh, He said, we need to keep humans in the loop on making life or death decisions to use deadly force, especially for our most dangerous weapons. Uh, Buck argued that while U.S. military use of AI can be appropriate for enhancing national security purposes, use of AI for deploying nuclear weapons without a human chain of command and control is reckless, dangerous, and should be prohibited. Would you like to play a game? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Florida! You know, I can stop it right there and you can just laugh right now. You want to do that? Okay. Uh, This Disney versus DeSantis thing has just reached a new level. And in all honesty, I don't know why it hadn't gotten here long before now, right? Uh, Republicans for decades pushed through, all the way to the Supreme Court, pushed through uh, that corporations have free speech. And now suddenly, Republicans, they say they don't. Well, at least Ron DeSantis As we've said numerous times, GOP values are only backed up when it suits them. Otherwise, they're like, no, 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 we're not doing this. Uh, Yesterday, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts sued, filed suit against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his handpicked oversight board, accusing the Republican 2024 presidential prospect. And, And, you know, I use the term Republican loosely. 
if he's going to be going this much against corporations, uh, accuse him of weaponizing his political power to punish the company for exercising its free speech rights. Uh, kudos. I loved most that they used the term weaponizing in their lawsuit. And let's face it, using GOP terms against Republicans is just plain fun, right? The lawsuit was filed in federal court minutes after the board appointed DeSantis to over uh, uh, the board appointed by DeSantis to, uh, uh, to oversee Disney's special taxing district sought to claw back its power from the entertainment giant voting to invalidate an agreement struck between Disney and the previous board in February, just before the board's dissolution. <laughs> which which was a, a hilarious thing that Disney did. I mean, it was, it was so funny. Remember we talked about it last month? Um, the lawsuit characterizes yesterday's vote as the latest strike in a targeted campaign of government retaliation orchestrated at every step by Governor Ron DeSantis as punishment for Disney's protected speech. It says DeSantis' uh, DeSantis's retaliation now threatens Disney business operations, jeopardizes its economic future in the region, and violates its constitutional rights. The lawsuit says, Disney finds itself in this regrettable position because it expressed a viewpoint the governor and his allies did not like. Disney wishes that things could have been resolved a different way, but Disney also knows that it is fortunate to have the resources to take a stand against the state's retaliation. A stand smaller businesses and individuals might not be able to take when the state comes after them for expressing their own views. What is that uh, old saying? First they came for him, then they came for him, and then they came for me, and there was no one left to defend me. Um, he went on. In America, the government cannot punish you for speaking your mind. Uh, okay. I hate Disney. I hate their corporate model. I hate that they are a fascist organization where corporations run government. I hate all of that. But in this case, I support them. Disney CEO Bob Iger hinted at the uh, entertainment giant's case against the state when he told shareholders earlier this month that, quote, the company has a right to freedom of speech just like individuals do. He said, the governor got very angry about the position that Disney took and it seems like he's decided to retaliate against us. In effect, to seek to punish a company for its exercise of a constitutional right. And that just seems really wrong to me. Against any company or individual, but particularly against a company that means so much to the state that you live in. And let me tell you, Disney is the biggest employer in Florida. They bring in more tax dollars than any other uh, uh, any other company in the, in the country, probably. Right? I would think. Anyway, any other uh, to a state, to a, to a single state. I'll assume a trillion dollar lawsuit could follow if Disney decides to move to another state. The response by DeSantis was golden. 
He said, and this, he's in Israel right now. I, 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 at least he was yesterday. Uh, he said, I don't think the suit has merit. I think it's political. Wait a minute. And threatening a business for disagreeing with you isn't political? Wow. Uh, uh, Pot, I'd like you to meet the kettle. Kettle, this is Pot. <laughs> At this time, I'd like to mention, and you, probably, you might not know this. This is hilarious. I'd like to mention that Ron DeSantis is married. Did you know that Ron DeSantis was married? And you're asking me, why is that important? Because Ron DeSantis, he got married at Disney World. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Lastly, I, 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 on Florida, I should mention Dwayne Wade in an interview said he and Gabrielle Union said the reason they moved out of Florida was because of the anti-gay and anti-trans laws. Uh, their daughter came out as trans and they felt they couldn't support her if they stayed in Florida. They felt they would not be accepted in the state of Florida. And that's why they left. That's what they said in the interview. Anyway, that's it. Not so bad, 34 minutes. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday, April 27th, 2023. Thursday, April 27th, 2023. Man, do I appreciate you coming every day. Thank you so much. I, I'm going on three, uh, four years. I'm coming up on four years. Uh, bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe say hi, maybe send me a news story, whatever. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.